<laughs> a little cord right there. You like that? Word up. Word up. Word up. We're back. It's been six weeks. At least. Right? Five yeah. to six weeks. Yep. Welcome to episode three, I think. Um, like that little music there. Big shout out to Rev Lalo. Uh, we'll link him up here in the uh, in the description <laughs> down below. <laughs> Uh, is it his handle right yeah there? so eddie's a good friend of mine buddy old bandmate we used to be in band back in the day we used yeah. to play in church uh, so tell us a little happy bit good about friday that. do you want to tell us a little bit about that uh maybe on another maybe episode maybe right, you have right. to maybe somebody will have to catch the vlog for that <laughs> uh, which is yes. brand new as well on our channel uh you'll start seeing more things there but uh wanted to shout him out because he wrote that for us it's not stock that no. was like specifically done for us and good. i appreciate the organ yeah there. yeah it's um, classy and it's good friday it is today. good friday so it's kind it's of a good day nice to bring this thing back i know today right meant to be yeah real quick where have you been or what have you been doing the last <laughs> several weeks uh i had a kid yes noah ellis thompson hey made his arrival about a month early but uh yeah, everything's going great. He's home, growing. We had our first uh, media thing with the uh, pediatrician yesterday. Nice. And every, she's like, he's perfect. He's on the chart now. He's on the chart. <laughs> I kept saying, like, is it is he? You know, because he was again, he's a little premature. I was like, is he re premature? Is he just has he has the doctor looked at his parents? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because uh, you know, I don't know if even I'm on that growth chart. I don't even yeah. know what curve I'm on, but whatever. Right. So, but yeah, man. So, well, yeah. Big well, congrats. Yeah, it's you been it's been amazing. And, uh, it's good to have the little guy. Yeah, it's amazing with us. And I'm 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 getting sleep from time to time. It's good. All right. Know? But you know how cool that deal. is. Yeah. Well. Figuring that it's Good Friday, um, there's really no easy way for us to, at least not for me, to to bring this theme of uh, Easter into, well, you know, into this episode. Um, maybe you can think about it yeah, a little I'm bit sure while way, yeah. while we'll I go through it. my notes from the yeah. last few weeks. We'll figure um, it out. So maybe maybe we'll come up with something. Um, I know there's. Yeah. Not everybody, you know, that listens to this is, you know, a Christian. So there's that caveat, but it's yeah. it's about inspirational messages we hear and themes yeah. and how we can sort of bring those into the world of business and entrepreneurship. So I have some stuff I wrote down from uh, several weeks ago, and there was this concept of um, communication was kind of a thing that uh -huh. came up um so when you're talking about teams the ultimate dream team really was the 12 right um, yeah that was assembled out of mostly you know unknowns right big time just big time so then how do you take i'm not saying go out and recruit a bunch of unknowns is okay but in in this case they weren't the best communicators they weren't the best yeah. right the best they were they were more more groomed and i think there was there was this idea that there was something beyond what they were that that they saw right that that 
their leader saw and he saw potential and he saw he was foreseeing great things obviously right if we're still here talking about absolutely this thing right i mean yeah i mean we can get crazy with it right yeah. i mean you can think for a second this, i don't know how this plays out but yeah as you're talking about it think about this for a second yeah. right uh saul right becomes paul yes right one of the great uh one of the greatest he was alive when all the all the disciples were there right and he was passed sure. up and that he was a he probably knew of peter and james and mm -hmm. all those guys and he's probably hated all you know he's like they're on my list right but it took it was until later that it was his time so yeah. so in some ways and we talked about this a little bit right that that there were smarter people mm -hmm. you know people who basically went to sort of you know were trained as orators who probably were you know great speakers of their time and instead jesus kind of went blue collar like he's yeah. like i'm gonna go get some fishermen mm -hmm. who probably you know have you know have no formal training in any of this outside of whatever basic you know jewish education they had and i'm gonna put them in charge right so that's pretty wild that's pretty wild yeah so let's think of it this way then so how if communication is the sort of the word i wrote down yeah um how do you take 12 people that are can be you know, different. Mm -hmm. And how do you, how do you make them a unit, a, mm. a cohesive unit? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That knows what the message is, knows what the vision is, knows what they're after. Mm -hmm. Not all the time, but they're, they're, they're seeking that always. Mm -hmm. Right. So you figure they had to have been led well. So there was these like five T's mm. that, that were part of this. Um, and I just wanted to see if there's something that we can grab from yeah. this. So I wrote down tone. Okay. How you're spoken to, how you speak to your team members, right? Your followers, mm -hmm. so to speak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, time and time. I'm not sure exactly how that was explained, but I can envision time just being the right time, maybe to speak to someone. Timing, yeah. Timing is probably, probably a better yeah. word than a better way to put it than time. Yeah. Trust, right? Mm -hmm. Truth. Speaking the truth. Um, and then the fifth T was just team, like just, right? Probably team meaning like always having team in mind, right? When when talking. Yeah. To this group. Um, so if I'm translating it, if we're building a company or we're building an organization or a team for a project, how, how, and, and people are different, right? People have different philosophies. People have different ways of working, communicating, talking. How do you keep everyone on the same task? Yeah. On the same goal, on the same mission, right? As a leader, how do you do that? Yeah. Um, watch how you talk to them, you know? Mm -hmm. um, you hear this theme of kindness that's going around in business right now um, because it's just better. You're better off being nice, right? Yeah. No one wants to work with a-holes. No. And you don't go, you don't get far being that way anyway. No. Um, you can get somewhere, but. Yeah. 
not all the way with that. So I'm just curious what your thoughts are on, the, on those. Um, I thought they're pretty good. Well, you know, one thing that came to my mind when you were talking about team and stuff is, so 12, you know, 12 disciples, and then you had like, well, say 11 of them <laughs> turned, <laughs> yeah, turned out 11. all right. But I wonder, you know, because you gotta, you got to imagine that these guys are like, there's probably some good days, some bad days, right? Sure. Everywhere they go, people are like, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, that Jesus guy's nuts, but who are you? Like, you're, you're buying into this. You're following this guy. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. All this stuff. And you got to think that sometimes they're like, this, maybe they're, you know, maybe they're onto something. Who knows, right? But I wonder, <laughs> see, I wonder, because it really was the 12, right? And he, and, and Jesus even said, like, you know, you are going to judge over the 12 tribes of Israel, right? So I wonder if that was sort of part of the, like, it's, yeah, it's not in the gospel or anything, but like, would, do you think he was like sat him down and got, like, just so you know, like there's 12 of you for a reason, right? Because mm-hmm. the 12 tribes of Israel, that's a, that was a, I mean, that's since what Moses, yeah. right? So they sort of knew that was sort of, I don't know. I just wonder if like, that was sort of the thing. Like we need 12 of you guys. <laughs> like I need 12 <laughs> of you guys like stick around. Yeah. You know, I wonder that that's totally random, but yeah. As far, far, far as team goes, you know, because I was just thinking, like, if you have, if you have, like, you're building a team, everyone has their role, right? Sure. And that's part of it, right? It's kind of maybe like, that's the unknown is that we don't know what the specific um, gifts or yeah. talents of each one, right, right, that were being developed, right. We don't know that, right? Or even in how they were called. I mean, we we kind of hear that, you know, again in the gospel, sort of a very simple, you know, you can be fishers of men, yeah, but. I'm sure there was some sort of like, look, I, I see something in you that, you know, means something and I'm going to make it, you know, and somehow sort of laying that out because, you know, for those guys to stick around through all of that, you know, that's obviously it took faith, but even there, there, even in the end, they were shaped. I mean, they ran. Mm-hmm. Not only did they run, right? Homies dipped. They dipped. They, they <laughs> split. They ghosted. <laughs> Not only did they ghost Jesus, <laughs> they went back to their J-O-B. Like, yeah. they split hard, right? They yeah. went fishing. They went back to the fishing job. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll see you later. Like, yeah. you know, it really wasn't until Pentecost that they kind of got the message, right? And that's the Holy Spirit. And that's really... So, if I may, I'll... I'll, I'll share a little yeah, bit. Yeah, let me end with this. Yeah. On this, uh, we say, because truth, we know we both kind of went, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, truth without grace is mean. Mm. Grace without truth is meaningless. What? Say that again. Okay. Okay. I gotta... Truth without grace is mean. Okay. Yes. Grace without Wait. truth is meaningless. Ooh. That's good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you need them both. You need them both. Right. Yeah. That's good. So I'll share a little bit about, uh, I went on a, a retreat, was that like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. two weekends ago? Um, sort of a, a Lenten retreat. And it was up in sort of the, the hills of Palos Verdes, beautiful area. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a really moving experience, uh, really sort of centered on that Holy Spirit moving. And it sort of, uh, again, sort of theologically, sort of getting into this space of, of the role that the Holy Spirit plays. And 
I sort of realize that we're sort of, in a, I kind of, and I'm kind of coining this phrase myself, I guess, maybe, or maybe other people have said it, but we're sort of in this age of the Holy Spirit, right? This is sort of where we are, this is, this is our means of, of understanding God right now, right? The same thing that the, the again, the, the, the disciples were given, were given, right, to live our lives. And it really sort of struck me because uh, in some ways, you know, we can always sort of, it, for me at least, like, that sort of made it more alive to me than it's been in a long time, you know? I mean, we can always, again, I can always look, look to the scriptures, um, you know, look to the traditions of the church, look to, you know, sort of different things about that faith life. But at the end of the day, it's really the Holy Spirit that's guiding all of that, that sort of is our way of sort of understanding and, and growing today, right now. And so it sort of, you know, it sort of came alive to me in that, that, uh, that relationship too, it's, it's really based on trust. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I think what, what sort of stood out to me too, is that it does take courage, right? There are so many other things that sort of promise, uh, happiness, success, purpose, uh, fulfillment, um, but there, there's really not there. There's there. They can be very hollow. There's some. Tr- there's like truth of the like a, a little a lowercase t, right? Like yeah, there's some truth to those things, but they're not the truth, right? And so uh, it sort of dawned on me. And then I think too, when you know, we sort of bringing this into the sort of business space. Um, you know, if, if for us even, you know, there's a lot of things out there in in any sort of uh, business capacity that sort of promise success, right? Follow these eight steps, this guide, uh, you know, even the idea, I'll be honest, like even the idea of a business plan, right? Mm. Uh, that sort of like, they, they sort of teach that if you just follow this, then, then X, Y, Z, well, you know, that's where you need to start. And then this great stuff will come out of that. Um, I think there's obviously truth to those things. But I think the, the greater truth is that we sort of, at least for me, is sort of to listen to the Holy Spirit and say, where do you actually want us to be? Where do you want us to be working on? Where are you leading us? Uh, where are you leading me? Where is this supposed to go? Uh, and I think that, that really, uh, it sort of changes my perspective, you know? I think sometimes I get in a rut if I'm not sort of thinking of that, of getting into this space where it's sort of, I look for sort of these guideposts. Like, what are the things I should be doing should, 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 don't, don't, don't. And you just sort of like, you're like bouncing back and forth, you know? It's like, it's like being on that bowling alley, you know, where they put the bumpers up, yeah. you know? You're just sort of like, you're playing, you're playing just don't go off too far. And instead of saying, okay, where am I really being called to be? Um, and so to me, I think that's, that was kind of a important pivotal moment, you know? And, and I think... And how did that shape your mind coming out of the usually these retreats they give you like a renewing of Mm -hmm. you know a refresh oh yeah um a boost inspiration all those things yeah so i mean aside from the fact that we we started mixing the business up yep you know around the same time the end of the quarter at the beginning you know at the end of your retreat yeah how did that sort of shape your 
vision for Sitebox as we were getting into this growth plan? Yeah, so it was really interesting too because I think even even while I was on the retreat, sort of those things came to my mind because yeah. like it or not, this is an expression, this business is an expression of, of faith in a lot of ways. And it did sort of dawn on me too that, that a lot of what, a lot of, if, if we're really truly open to this, if the Holy Spirit is sort of working through us and, and in the world, then in some ways it's really, you know, we have the opportunity to sort of help uh, other people sort of at least sort of see that it exists. And that doesn't mean we're proselytizing or, mm-hmm. you know, doing anything in terms of like sharing that sort of aspect of the faith. But I think the idea of being inspired, right, and seeing the the truth in things, that is powerful. And I'll be honest with you, a lot of the times when we talk about like, you know, when we when we pitch clients and we get in front of them, when we sort of do our thing, and we even talked about, you know, we, we did a pitch the other day and our whole thing, and you'll probably hear more about this, is we want to make you look like a billion bucks. Yep. That in some ways, if we're really being honest. Billion with a B. With a B, right? If we're really being honest about that, that is sort of the idea, right? It's sort of saying there is a truth, there is a, a capital T to what you do. You don't need to settle for sort of like a half-baked business or a half-baked startup or, you know, just sort of settle for what you can get. What we sort of do is we come in and say, look, no, there's something even greater than what you're currently doing. And you should pursue that. And it can happen, right? Like, and here's a, here's a vision for what it could be, right? We only play a, a small part in that. But that's a powerful part, right? Even just, you know, it's sort of witnessing in some way, right? Sure. Saying, hey, yeah. I see something in you. I see something in the work you're doing. And that even you don't see. That you don't see. Yeah. You can't see it, right? But we do. Mm-hmm. And here we're going to present that to you. And that can be life-changing, right? Or at least, and, it, and if anything, it, it is sort of, it's interesting to watch how that's received with clients that we work with and stuff like that. But I would love that to see, to sort of inspire us to kind of really take that on as an agency and saying, you know, that's, yeah, we can do your website. <laughs> we can do some branding. <laughs> yeah. But that's the execution of that vision, right? The reason we're doing it in the first place is to elevate the work that's being done yeah. by everybody. Um, because we do think that there's there's dignity in that work, right? If And we can all sort of graduate to that, that capital T, that truth, you know, uh, the true potential to what we do. Um, if we can sort of help play a role in that, that's... That's a very fulfilling mission, I think, for what we do. Absolutely. Truth. Truth. Um, so just around the base here, what would you say, if you had to rate these things, like the tone, the timing, trust, mm-hmm. and the truth, how would you sort of rate them? Kind of a little exercise here for the... <sighs> That's a good question. I think, well, I think truth I mean, probably... I think they're all important, but... Yeah, I think truth definitely, to me, right, obviously in our conversation, probably rises to number one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think, too, there's that... Uh, the, maybe in the tone, how it's presented, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's key, right? Because you could sort of... You could do it all wrong, you know? I mean, we could... Even in the way we present things. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, w- I w- me personally, I would almost rank um, tone number one uh-huh. for me because I 
you know, I'm, it's all on the delivery sometimes and mm-hmm. how someone says something. I mean, we, we work with clients all the time that some of them are very reasonable. Most of them are very reasonable. Mm-hmm. And then there's few that are unreasonable with some of the things that we're asked of. But there's sometimes the way that we're asked, that's a very reasonable ask, mm-hmm. but in the, to- the tone of it, is not there. Mm-hmm. The delivery of it is, it's off-putting. Sure. Makes us not want to do it. Yeah. It just, that you know, can happen. It's a sour taste. We're just like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then there's times where we're asked unreasonable things, mm-hmm. but asked in a tone that's, you know, that's polite or um, respectful. Yeah. And we, sometimes we do it. Yeah. Just like, let's just do it. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, and I think going with that approach as a leader with the people you work with mm-hmm. your organization, your teams, uh, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, your companies, um, that tone, I think you're going to get a lot out of people that I think so too, um, either work for you or with you in any capacity. Right. Well, and I think too, right. Like sort of adopting that attitude outward going for us. Right. Yeah. When we talk to people, you know, we're, we're I think sometimes we're polite almost to a fault, you know, sometimes. Sure. You know, um, and I would say this, though, that even as we're going forward, like, you know, again, we've, we're sort of experimenting with some new pitch decks with our clients. Mm-hmm. I think there's sort those of... Those don't seem that... What's that, that? Those pitch decks don't seem that polite. The, no, well, that's the thing, though. And I think, to be but honest called, with you... But it's a tone. It's a tone thing. It doesn't mean it's, polite or not polite. Right. But it's like, I, I think our approach right now is a bit of a tough love, right? Yes. And I, yes. I think that's... And that means there's truth. There's a truth for us in that. Right. That we have to be true to ourselves to have that tough love. Right. Right. And we are. And in many ways, when we're talking to these companies and, and startups, we're, we're sort of bringing the truth. Like, this is really the reality, right? Yeah. This is the real deal. You need to know this, mm-hmm. right? Not all of them do. Or maybe they do, but they're not reminded of it. Right. right. We sort of snap them out of it and be like, oh, that's actually you're right. Mm-hmm. That's is that is what I'm up against. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I do have to raise money, you know, yeah. or, uh, you know, there's all those all those sort of things. And so I think, yes, that is sort of a truth to that. And then but how we deliver it is also key. But having a little bit of tough love, I think, is I, again. And we've talked about this, too, like uh you know, the presentation we gave the other day was to a corporate client and it was, and I told Charlie after the meeting and I said that, you know, yeah, that was toned down and it was probably the toughest pitch we've ever done. <laughs> yeah. But I, at the end I even said like, and that was the light version. Was, yeah. Light version. Because in my mind, we're like where we're coming from, we're going to bring it, we're going to, we're going to scare some people mm-hmm. and not because we don't like what they're doing. It's because that's what startup founders really need yeah. you know in many cases they're they're great people they're driven but it's exactly that like you have to sort of you have to snap them out of where they're at you know and presenting uh you know your standard corporate strategy guide stuff isn't going to do it right. like they're just going to they're just going to go to sleep so we have to sort of do a little more uh shaking and rattling mm-hmm. and but they, that's tone tone yeah so, and what are the other ones? Timing. Yeah, timing. Um, trust. 
trust. Trust goes both ways. I, I struggle with that one a little bit. Just in, in all aspects of leading, mm-hmm. you know, it's easy to trust each other as business partners because we've developed that trust amongst each other over years and, mm-hmm. um, and literally over decades, Yeah, you know, <laughs> previous to <laughs> That's this. That's right. That's right. But bringing new people on is always, it's always, you know, it's, it's unsettling for me sometimes because I don't fully always, that's one of my faults. I don't fully let someone go, you know, Mm -hmm. go, man, I trust you do your thing. Yeah. I'm always like, you know, (laughs) I kind of trust you, but I'm going to be, you know, the rope or the leash over here, just making sure that it's going to be right or that you're going to do the right thing Mm -hmm. where there's leaders that are just like, I see something, mm-hmm. I believe in, you know, you and I trust you and I, I trust that you'll do the right thing or do the job correctly, mm-hmm. go and then deal with it after, right? When they see what's, so I need to learn how to do more of that to just be like, go do it. And if I'm disappointed, then we'll figure it out. Right? Mm-hmm. But, but giving them that sense of trust that. Cause it'll make them feel better about what the job they're doing too, rather than oh, yeah. this guy's always, you know, on my, sh- be- looking behind my shoulder or, yeah, yeah. you know, so that's, that's one of my flaws. I, I have some of that. Yeah. I'm better. Yeah. More seasoned, but that, that would <laughs> say right. that's one I struggle with trust. Yeah. But that was the other one. Trust. Trust. Um, Time. Trust. Tone. Tone. Truth truth what was the last t time? team team making sure it's all at the end of the day it's you're doing it for the team right yeah yeah it's a team effort it's for the team it's for a cohesive right or even cohesive a, goal or realizing too you're not alone right? and you're not alone yeah, yeah that's a good one yeah in it together and i say it i've said it in the last i don't know maybe episode one or something if you're solopreneur you know, because we know that there's a lot out there. We've been that in the past. Find yourselves people to connect with. You don't have to make them a part of your company, your agency, whatever you're doing. Just team up with people. Go to meetups. Um, connect with other people. Connect yourselves with mentors if that's your mm-hmm. thing. Um, but just having a sounding board sometimes is good as well. Um, we've got people that join our, we do the daily scrums. I was talking about this on the vlog mm-hmm. that they'll, we'll go months without working on projects and we talk to them every day, almost every day still. Yeah. Because they enjoy the sense of community mm-hmm. and team with Sidebox, mm-hmm. And that means a lot to us. That means a lot to me, right? That yeah. they're willing to hang, hang around and give us 15 minutes of their day. Yeah. Um, just to be a part of this thing, even if they're not working on anything. Yeah. Literally not even getting paid. Yeah. So if, if that's you go find yourselves some cool people to be around. Yeah. And good things will happen. Sounds good. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Happy, uh, good Friday. Uh, is it, is today the day that, uh, Catholics don't eat meat? Yeah. So no meat. So what's, no meat what's going to be for lunch? Fish tacos? Yeah. Pokey, pokey, balls. pokey. Oh, Poke. Is it poke? Poke. Uh, <laughs> <get>. um, 
Yeah, and then Easter Sunday, so big day for us. Yeah, we're doing an Easter egg hunt. Mm. So those days for our, us are long gone. But yeah, that, we're gonna hit that up this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So that should be fun. Everybody have a happy, safe, fun, inspired weekend. In there Easter. you go. There you go. Catch you in the next one.